There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Have you ever bought something, owned something that really inspired you to up your game? A tennis racket, a new pair of running shoes, a new piece of cooking equipment that made you just want to cook your brains out? I know that when I first started cooking on induction burners, I just couldn't stop. It was so much fun. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Some of the features that are available on this car include Dynamic Sky Panorama Glass Roof, Front Row Massaging Seats, you know you want that. Available 33-inch all-terrain tires, which you will want when you check out the multi-terrain select. These are really great features, the kind of features that will make you proud and happy to own a Lexus GX. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. We're all drinking more water these days, and we're all concerned that we're drinking safe, clean, unpolluted water. Yet, according to our friends at the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in the United States have harmful contaminants in their tap water. That's why it's worth checking out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. They remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, you know, those forever chemicals, in your water supply. PFAS, by the way, is found in almost 45% of U.S. tap water. AquaTrue has water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. Their proprietary purification technology is independently tested to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAS, nitrates, and many, many others. The filters are affordable and long-lasting, and they do not need changing every two or three months like so many others. They last from six months to up to two years. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. Less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you won't be buying bottled water and it'll save the environment from tons of single-use plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and makes a great gift. 
Today, listeners to Food with Mark Bittman receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code Bittman at checkout. For 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier, go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code Bittman, B-I-T-T-M-A-N. I cover all things food, from cooking to gardening to fabulous ingredients to junk food, health, sustainability, even policy. You might say I'm obsessed with everything about food. Food is the one substance that connects everything to everything else, and it connects us all. Not only can we not live without it, not only does it determine much of what goes on in the world, but we love it. Hi, and welcome to Food with Mark Bittman. I'm Mark Bittman, and today we have a special episode of the podcast in which I am not going to be your host, but Kate Bittman is. This has happened before. But this is a bread-focused episode to celebrate the publication of Bittman Bread, the new cookbook from me and my co-author, Carrie Conan. Carrie is here to join me and Kate, and we are going to talk about 100% whole grain bread made with our, we think, amazing and revolutionary technique. All the other things you can do with whole grains based on this concept, especially the traditions, health aspects, and ease with which you could make real 100% whole grain bread. It'll become clear why Carrie and I are such big fans of this technique and why we think whole grain bread is the way to go. And one thing I just want to say right up front, is that if bread was first baked 10,000 years ago, a rough guess, could be 12, could be 20, but there's no written evidence, obviously. If bread was first baked 10,000 years ago, the humans who did bake bread, which is not everybody, but a big percentage of of our species, made it pretty much the same way from 10,000 years ago till about 9,850 years ago. And in the last 150 years, bread has become industrialized. Uh, so everyone, everyone who's alive today has grown up eating bread that was made almost entirely by new methods with new flours, new strains of wheat, new flours, new strains of yeast, new techniques, new ingredients, Not all the bread that we have eaten is as bad as Wonder Bread and the like, but most of it is much closer to that than the kind of bread that our ancestors ate. We, Carrie and I, have done a lot of work to try to recreate the bread of our ancestors, 100% whole grain, as I've been saying, naturally fermented, that is with sourdough starter, and not a lot of work, and incredibly good results. That is the elevator pitch, and that's what Bitman Bread is about. I hope you'll take a look at it, and we'll get into that and much more coming up now. Welcome to this special episode of Food with Mark Bittman, hosted by Kate Bittman and starring me, Mark Bittman, and Carrie Conan. We're going to talk about bread. I'm turning it over to Kate. Go. 
Oh, hey, Mark and Carrie. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to be talking to you about this book from which I've been baking from for a long time. And it's really exciting to bring it to the rest of the world. But before we talk about bread, I would like to talk about the relationship that you two have maintained for the last million years. <laughs> Even though Carrie looks especially young today, so I shouldn't say million years. So why don't you give Thank us you. a little background as to how you met and how you work together? My memory is Cook's Magazine closed um, June of 1990. I had been editor. Suddenly I was unemployed. And I went to New York and looked up everybody that I knew and asked for work. Carrie was among those people. And she gave me some copy editing work. I know, but we should talk about the book proposal we brought. You had this great idea for a chicken in every pot. And I remember sitting around. And it was a history of American food, yes. right? And um, it was about the same time as the Silver Palette was peaking, Silver Palette cookbook. And I remember sitting around that editorial board room with like Michael Corda and Alice May, who, you know, all those people who did those major non famous people yeah. books. And I, and the proposal was great and everybody liked it, but they're like, but you know, this isn't a cookbook. And I was like, right. And um, the, I think the world just wasn't ready for it yet. And then we kept doing each other favors and we were friends and stayed in touch. And then one day in I don't remember what year, somewhere around 2000. Yeah, 2003 or four, I think. Carrie called me up and said, I need work. What do you got, basically? And I called Doc and I said, Carrie Conan is looking for work and I'm inclined to just hire her. And Doc said, you should hire her even if you have to mortgage your house. That's oh, exactly what he said. I remember that. It was very nice. Anyway, Carrie helped me finish a book and then we worked on veg sort of together. And then, and then after that, I really worked for Carrie. <laughs> we all work for Carrie. <laughs> We're all better for it. I would like to mention here that Carrie is definitely the most organized person I have ever met. And also the most talented recipe developer in oh. the world. Let's talk about how bread came about, Bitman bread. So in 1970, when I really started cooking, um, I, for, for one reason or another, I was really inf infatuated with, fascinated by bread. And the bread recipes in those days were like, here's how you make white bread. You heat milk, you melt butter in it, you dissolve the yeast in it. I mean, there's this elaborate, very rich, very soft white bread, better than Wonder Bread, but it was really white bread. And then the years went by, I kept baking bread, different methods, blah, blah, blah. There was the whole Jim Leahy thing. After which I said to Jim, we really need to figure out how to do this with whole grains. Um, and then I moved to Berkeley and fell in with this crowd that included uh, Bob Klein, who runs Community Grains, but, but Josie Baker and Craig Ponzard and a bunch of people who were fascinated by the kind of combination of sourdough starter, natural fermentation, and 100% whole wheat. Then I started playing around with it. And then I met this woman, Ellen King, in Chicago, who was doing this interesting technique um, that we now call jump starter, of taking your starter and doing what's technically called a pre-fermentation overnight, um, that is building building the power of your 
starter by adding more flour and more water and giving that a little time. And then we started, I started making bread that way with 100% whole grain, with overnight fermentation of the enhanced starter, um, and then kind of with a few folds, not dissimilar to the no-knead bread, and then break, baking it, rising it in a... Um, banneton, a cloth-lined basket, and then cooking it in a preheated pot as with no-knead bread, um, and so on. And at, at some point, I just said to Carrie, you gotta, I really have nailed this on this road of making 100% whole grain bread that is fabulous and reliable. And Carrie jumped in and started immediately or quickly making improvements such as making the jump starter thing more scientific, making the weights and measures of the whole thing more precise. And and probably the biggest leap forward was when, because the hardest thing was you had this very highly, you have this very highly hydrated, very wet dough, and you're letting it rise in a cloth-lined basket. So the sticking, the likelihood of sticking is high, and the dough is very delicate because it's so wet. And then you have to transfer that to a hot pot. Well, the amount of deflation was virtually guaranteed, plus I would say 50% burn rate on the, every time you transferred it, you were likely to burn yourself. Um, and Kerry became determined to do this without the banneton and, and starting in a cold pot. I don't know how she actually came up with this, but that plus Kerry's insistence that we keep pushing hydration, more and more water, more and more water, those were the turning points, but getting rid of the banneton, Carrie was going to say, "We're Carrie would say, we're going to ban the banneton. <laughs> um, and she figured out how to do that and figured out how to start the bread in a cold pot. And it made the process 100% reliable, so much easier. You never burned yourself anymore. The dough didn't deflate when you put it in the pot. I mean, every, we had we had solved it. I think we had solved it. For me, the goal was always to make this super easy and flexible. I love professionally made loaves, but but the, there had to be a way to make it more accessible to people and fit with their schedule and not be intimidating, not need extra equipment, you know, all of that. Um, and I think I think that was always my beacon because that's always what you've been about, Mark. And that's part of our collab, why our collaboration, I think works so well is that, you know, you, you trans, you translate for a general audience. And I just felt like the bread wasn't bread has not been translated that way since no need bread. And that was so successful, but um, everybody was into sourdough, you know, at la at the beginning of the pandemic and, um, but it was, you know, it was, it was daunting. The chat lines and stuff were like, oh, it's not working and I have to feed it and I throw so much away. Well, we solved all that. So I'm excited about that part. Well, so speaking of that, of people being sort of intimidated by bread in general, what is it about whole grain that, do you, that you think turns people off so much? Why, when you say whole grain, are people just like, ugh, I don't want to go there. Cardboard. The word cardboard <laughs> ruined it for everybody. <laughs> Can you elaborate a little bit more? 
<laughs> well, I just hate hearing everything described. Oh, it tastes like cardboard. You know, that's like all you heard. And um, I, I never really got, I mean, yes, there are whole grain things that taste a little dense and dry, but um, so that was another thing we had to solve. And I think Mark can talk a little bit more about that because he's really into um, the springiness and, and, um, and keeping, you know, things light, not having like defending the density kind of. Would you like to defend the density? This is my spiel. <laughs> Our bread is the way people made bread for 9,850 years. And then if you think that bread breaking is 10,000 years old, which is a rough estimate. And for the first 9,850 years, people made bread the way we're making bread. It was not necessarily, I mean, ours is not necessarily local flour, but it starts with whole grain and it gets ground and it, and it gets made. Um, then 150 years ago, New mills were invented. White flour became much more popular. That's easier to make bread with white flour. Additives became common. Stripping away the bran, stripping away the the germ, everything. All of that happened. Then we've all, we all all every single person hearing this grew up eating bad white bread. Even if it was good white bread, it was still 100% white flour. So there is a difference between, just like there's a difference between white rice and brown rice, and just like there's a difference between anything that's whole and anything that's ultra processed, there's a difference between real flour, which is whole grain, and white flour, what we call all-purpose flour or whatever, which is stripped of almost everything. So it takes some getting used to, but, but for our purposes, um, Okay, that's a flavor issue and to some extent a texture issue, but for it's also a nutritional issue, which I guess we're not going to talk about much. But for our purposes, the question was, how do you grapple with this difference in the kind of flour that we've all grown up eating and cooking with and the kind of flour that's like real food, like because whole grain flour is the is the real deal. So our our job was to figure out how do you make bread with whole grain flour, so that it's great. And by the way, not just bread, because the book, largely thanks to Carrie, who was insistent on on figuring out the best whole grain waffles and pancakes, and I we did beignets and muffins and all, biscuits and all this other stuff that, that at the beginning really wasn't our intention, but seemed a logical place to go. How do you solve all of these problems about challenges about how to use whole grain flour if for 150 years or for the course of your lifetime as a baker, you've been baking with white flour. And, you know, it took us two, three years of concentrated work to figure to figure this out. And we're pretty good cooks and we're pretty dedicated. But you know, I think we've cracked, I, I know we've cracked the code. We We make consistently good bread all the time. We've made hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of of loaves. I have one in the oven. I'm going to have to go run, take it out in a second. And, you know, we've taught other people, including you, Kate, how to do it. And people are happy about it. When people do it, they do it regularly. And, and bread's delicious. It's light. It's not as light as white bread, absolutely, but it's light. It has incredible crust. It tastes great. It lasts for days. You don't have to wrap it or refrigerate or anything. It just keeps... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, folks. We have a new sponsor and an interesting one. We all take about 20,000 breaths a day, and Americans spend about 90% of our time indoors. That indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air, according to the EPA. And indoor air pollutants can cause respiratory symptoms like sneezing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. So, what's the solution? Introducing Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code BITMAN, B-I-T-T-M-A-N, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to our listeners, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com. That's A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O dot com and use the promo code BITMAN. Have you ever bought something, owned something that really inspired you to up your game? A tennis racket, a new pair of running shoes, a new piece of cooking equipment that made you just want to cook your brains out? I know that when I first started cooking on induction burners, I just couldn't stop. It was so much fun. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Some of the features that are available on this car include dynamic sky panorama glass roof, front row massaging seats, you know you want that. Available 33-inch all-terrain tires, which you will want when you check out the multi-terrain select. These are really great features, the kind of features that will make you proud and happy to own a Lexus GX. Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hi, folks. A word from our friends at Made In. Did you know that most of the dishes in Tom Colicchio's craft restaurant are made in, made in pots and pans? The braised short ribs, made in, made in. The Rohan duck, made in, made in. The heritage pork chop, you got it, made in, made in. Which isn't surprising. Made in has been supplying top chefs and restaurants with high-end cookware for years. 
for the simple reason that Made In makes exactly what demanding chefs are looking for. Their carbon steel cookware, for example, combines the best of cast iron and stainless steel, gets super hot, and is rugged enough for grills or an open flame. Best of all, Made In is sold online, so their professional-grade cookware is far more affordable than other iron brands. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes on menus all around the world have in common. They're Made In, Made In. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from the 18th until the 27th. Visit MadeInCookware.com. That's MadeInCookware.com. Thanks. We're all drinking more water these days, and we're all concerned that we're drinking safe, clean, unpolluted water. Yet, according to our friends at the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in the United States have harmful contaminants in their tap water. That's why it's worth checking out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. They remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, you know, those forever chemicals, in your water supply. PFAS, by the way, is found in almost 45% of U.S. tap water. AquaTrue has water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. Their proprietary purification technology is independently tested to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAS, nitrates, and many, many others. The filters are affordable and long-lasting, and they do not need changing every two or three months like so many others. They last from six months to up to two years. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you won't be buying bottled water and it'll save the environment from tons of single-use plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and makes a great gift. Today, listeners to Food with Mark Bittman receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and enter code Bittman at checkout. For 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier, go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code Bitman, B-I-T-T-M-A-N. Uh, I tend to mix in a little bit of white flour with mine just because I'm a rebel. Um, it's still mostly whole grain. But I have to tell you, I made the focaccia from Bitman Bread the other night and I completely messed it up. Like I put in way too much water and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to bake it anyone and see, anyway and see what happens. And it was still so great. Like it wasn't focaccia. It was some other kind of bread, but we're eating it. It's fantastic. It's lasted for days. We had it with... um a very sort of juicy chicken last night and it was great. I mean, I'm telling you, I really messed it up, but it didn't matter. So it's, I think that also sort of speaks to, it is a pretty forgiving bread. And then another time, Carrie, I didn't tell you this, but I asked Mark about it. I 
wrapped, I, I put my bread in the fridge because the beautiful thing about this recipe is that you can sort of put it in the fridge anytime during the process and leave it there for, you know, 12 to 18 hours and then start, start, start again, right from where you were. Um, but the plastic wrap came off a little. So there's like this whole section of the top of the dough that was just dried out. Oh. And I said to him, oh, should I throw it away? And he said, eh, just bake it and see what happens. It was totally fine. You wouldn't have known. You know, that was intentional. I think again, with the accessibility, because uh, people are, were home, of course, baking bread and able to babysit their starter. And, um, and, and we didn't, you know, we wanted to make it work so that you could go back to, you know, go back to an office and start bread in the morning or the night before, and then come home and do a couple folds and bake, or you could make, we have a couple of things in the book that are just flatbreads that you can just make in, you know, a day of just letting the batter sit after mixing it in the morning. And then you cook it at night without any, you know, more involvement at all. And then, um, so I, I think we needed to make, you know, the, I wanted to make the whole the other whole grain products so they could be a gateway. You know, I know you have um, a young son, Kate, and and a lot of people we've had comments on, you know, the Bitman Project chat line too about, oh, you know, I can't get kids to eat whole wheat. So was the focaccia whole wheat? Did he did he eat it or um or are there other gateways? Was like the pancakes um, or it was mostly whole wheat and I haven't given it to him. He um he used to love this bread when he was a little bit younger and now he's starting to like be weird about crust which i'm oh. sorry i have not mentioned crust to him once and it's like children are just born <laughs> with this weird crust thing so i'm not really messing with it right now if <laughs> even, but the thing is it's not the whole grain even if i made it all white he still wouldn't eat it he wants really really soft sandwich bread but yeah. the sandwich bread that he eats is whole wheat. So I don't know. Just try and wrap your head around that. Okay. But I don't take the crust off a sandwich bread. I refuse. I'm not taking crusts off. I mean, we have a sandwich loaf. You could try that. That's, that's yeah. what Carrie and you, makes that's for easy. Sean That's really time. light if you make it um, half whole wheat, uh, you know, and use all purpose for the, it's a, it's a deceptively light colored crumb. And there is, the, there's very little, it's not at a very high oven. So the crust is very wet. Okay, know, I'll soft. try that one next. But what I want to hear from Carrie, because there are so many incredible things that you can make with this starter. And the recipes in the book that aren't bread are just amazing. I really love the pizza and the cows. It's like a calzone. We call it um, hand pie, stuffed hand pies. Those are deceptively easy, especially if you go with the, um, especially if you go with the weeknight deep dish option. Uh, it requires like no, very little handling and it's designed to be made in a work, you know, with around a go to the office schedule. So you start it in the morning and it sits and then you finish it at night. Um, you know, when you come home from work. Uh, I also really like the American muffins, which are like whole wheat English muffins. They're just done in a skillet. Um, Mark's beignets are awesome. If you feel like a little deep frying action, uh, that's always good. I don't know, Mark, talk about your rise and stuff. I just feel like there's there's two ways to approach this thing that you can, I suppose this is always true of cooking. You can follow the recipes to the 
letter because they'll work or you can mess around. And you know me, I just can't follow recipes anymore. So I just mess around. But I've been incorporating more and more mix-ins into the bread. So I've made bread with uh, 50, 75 grams. That's like three ounces of sesame seeds. That's a lot. I make it with a lot of rye flour. I've tried to, well, successfully, I think I improved on the rye bread of my childhood and my mother really liked it also. So that, since she never praises anything, even her little bit of praise was something. Um, uh, the bread I made today uh, is about 20% barley flour, which is notoriously hard to bake with, but makes um, fabulous crust. So it's, it's, um, it's 300 grams. Yeah. So I guess 15% barley flour, 300 grams whole wheat flour and 50 grams barley flour, something like that. I mean, once you get used to what the dough looks like and what it feels like and how it's responding, you can start, you can start playing around and you know, you you see at the beginning, I need a little more water. I need a little more water still. And when you're doing the folds and going through the the process of of toughening the dough or or elasticizing the dough, you after I mean it takes a while. It probably takes fifty loaves, but after a while you just say, Oh, I, I'm start there's enough water in here. I'm gonna start to really back off. Or I can be more aggressive with the water and and by by recognizing that and by getting used to whatever flour it is you're using you get to this place where halfway through the loaf you kind of know exactly where you're at and what to expect and and if you need to handle it more handle it less add more water or less and it just works it just looks it looks beautiful every time i i really even a year ago two years ago anyway i was having some whatever you might not failures but things that were less than fabulous now every loaf is great the only thing that happens is sometimes like the timer will go off i get distracted i don't go to the oven and i screw up the baking that does happen once in a while but the dough is really consistently great i i do and I almost never make the same bread twice. There's always some weird ad. ad Let me interject just a couple of technical notes. You'll notice Mark was talking in grams. Um, don't be intimidated by the scale. You do need a kitchen scale. We can, um, you know, we, to, we get you started with volume, but if you are, you know, going to take this baking at all seriously, you need, you know, whatever, $20 or $30 kitchen scale. Um, 12 12. Okay, good. Well, see, the, for yeah. the cost of a loaf of bread. The one I bought was 12. Um, right. And uh, that'll change. Just having a scale will change your life. And the other, the other kind of technical thing that Mark touched on um, is that, you know, he wings it, but we also have um, all of these photographs that I think by, by a Seattle photographer named Jim Hankins, we worked with who, captured both Mark and I doing the folds and handling the dough and we have, you know, lengthy captions. So it's as much a visual guide to reading the dough uh, as I've ever seen in a cookbook. Don't you think, Mark? I mean, I, I feel like mm -hmm. we really captured Correct. as much as you could visually and descriptively, you know, with even maybe better than a video, 
because you you know you, you can really look at it what the dough looks like after each manipulation i think one of chad robinson's book is uh, robertson's books is really very oh. very heavily photographed in the in a similar way i think it's but, very yeah. helpful to to so you can even yeah. from the beginning you can see what mark has been describing about how the dough changes oh and did i mention biscuits i forgot to mention biscuits I love yeah, the biscuits because they week. do have a little bit of baking powder in them, but they get <laughs> as big a rise as any all white flour biscuits I've ever made. Um, but they're a hundred percent whole wheat. So they even keep a little longer than regular biscuits and they're nice and buttery and they're very easy too. I would call that a, a gateway item. Mark was going to um, send that recipe to Rhiannon Giddens, who is our podcast guest mm, this week. Mm. Um, but she is a little intimidated or intimidated by or uninterested in starter. So we have to try and we have to try and prod her along <laughs> a little bit. I'm sure we can make her a convert. Maybe yeah, they, well, the starter so lives in the fridge and. Yep. I just went away for two plus weeks. Didn't bake bread the day or two before I left and didn't bake bread the day or two after I got back. And I did build up i spent a day building up mm -hmm. the starter just added some flour and water and waited another day yeah so the totally advantage fine. of living leave living in the fridge is that there are we've t consulted some cereal grain scientists like andrew ross at oregon state university and we think that we've cultivated it it is started with yeast we do a little cheat and so it it makes it easier and foolproof to get the starter going and then um as you feed it in the and it lives in the refrigerator he believes it cultivates um a, a yeast a yeast colony that is less acidic and able to withstand the refrigerator so the longer it's in the refrigerator it just it's like natural selection it just you know, it, it becomes more stable. And that way we don't have any waste. You don't have mm. to feed it, um, you know, more often than like Mark said, every couple weeks, or if you, you know, if we bake at least once a week, I bake a couple times a week, or you might just bake once a week, um, then it just stays there and until you're ready for it. You don't, you don't even really have to think about it. You can stick it way back in the back and just let it go. There you go. That's a good, um... <laughs> I can't think of the word. That's a great. <laughs> That's a, the starter is a good ending. The starter is a good ending. <laughs> I was going to say that's a great endorsement of a starter, but it, somehow that word just was not coming. Anyway, I just brought, I just took the most beautiful bread out of the oven. I did, I think I said, um, 50 grams of barley flour, and then I covered them in sesame, covered it in sesame seeds, and it is. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I'm going to go make some hummus for it. Well, thank you. Thank you, Mark and oh, Carrie. No, thank you. It's just, <laughs> just lovely to, to see you both. And... Oh, no, thank <laughs> you. Go enjoy the book. Well, that was fun. As I said, we could go on for two hours. I want to thank Kate for doing such a great job, and I also want to thank Kate for beginning to bake Bittman bread. I'm very proud of her. And Carrie for being such an awesome partner in this project and in many of our other projects too. But um, 
we drove each other crazy putting this book together, and I think the result is something really different than spectacular. No one who's tried this bread has failed, and uh, most people who try it continue to bake once or twice a week. It's really an awesome system. So, okay, I'll stop bragging. Uh, thanks to Kate, thanks to Carrie, and thanks to Cairn Spring Mills for sponsoring this special episode of Food with Mark Bittman. Again, you can try Cairn Spring by visiting their website, C-A-I-R-N-S-P-R-I-N-G.com, cairnspring.com, and use the special code Bitman 20 to get 20% off your first order. It's great flour. Thank you again for listening, folks. Hope you enjoyed this. Check out Bitman Bread, and we will see you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.